up bears. Welcome everyone to Barely Educated, episode 73, post-game for Bears versus Texans, or as I like to call it, the most demoralizing victory in franchise history. <laughs> I'm Mark Jansen, here with my esteemed co-host, Chris Teichler. We have both survived whatever that was that we watched. I'll lead like we always do, but I'm afraid to. Chris, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My kids are confused, right? My oldest especially gets a little bit into the bears and she'll, she'll watch for a little while, then go do whatever and then come back. And she's like, they won, right? Yeah. I'm like, why aren't you happy, daddy? I'm like, that's <laughs> too much to explain to you, but yeah. I, I've, I, you're going to be hard pressed to find a win that leaves you feeling as dissatisfied as I feel about that win. Yeah, I uh, totally agree. What we wanted to see Justin Fields take a few steps forward I think it's safe to say we did not see that. In fact, maybe we saw the opposite. You, uh, you'll recall my concern meter where I was like, I'm not saying the book is written last week, right? Sunday night. I said, I'm not saying his career is over, set in stone, far from it. But I was getting a little more concerned, you know, after the games like the Green Bay game and the way that first half, at least, versus the Niners looked. And then to come out and play a mediocre Texans team and possibly look even worse – once again, Chris, he's eight of seventeen. Oh, this time we cracked a hundred yards passing, two dreadful interceptions, and five sacks. It doesn't help that the passing the the line blocking for passing is terrible. It really it was is. today. It was their worst game up front. Yeah. Um, I have a lot to say about that too. But I'll say this. This is a We'll get the shout out quick here. Cousin Nate text, but cousin me. You know, he pointed out plenty of people who break down the film the last last game. It's a little different with the Niners, but just kind of paraphrasing his text, point out that there are people open. Like where I was like, oh, maybe no one's open. I mean, that's probably true here and there, but it is nowhere near sufficient to explain everything Fields is doing poorly as a passer. Did he have one pass today that you thought, ah, there he is. That's the guy. That's the promise that we that we're holding on the, to. The tight window throw to Mooney at the end was as okay. Good as it got and that was still awfully risky. Forgot about that. Yeah. Um, well, every great quarterback it, the, the makes biggest, great throws so, or, or yeah. tight throws, so that risky throws. That's he looks absolutely lost. Yes. Agreed. And it looks like he and the coaches aren't on the same page. I don't look, man. If you're a Bears fan and you still are optimistic about Fields, uh, give us a call. Let's pretend we have a phone number. Tweet us. <laughs> we'll have you on as a guest because right now he looks dreadful. Not not like mm, no no. He looked horrible against Green Bay, and he looked worse considering the opponent factor yeah. today. I'm not saying his career is over. I've not given up on him. I'm just saying what they're trying to do in the passing game with him is not working. Every time they do eventually throw it, at least today, early on anyway, it was like either a screen that he's brutally inaccurate with. That's a rule for Bears quarterbacks. You cannot yeah, they throw can't a ever screen. run a screen. I tweeted yeah. about how bad the team <laughs> is that over the years. But or he's he's like 
trying to throw it 40 yards. It's like you're not in rhythm enough to hit that throw, and it's a pick. Yeah. Where are the layups, the drag slants, the concepts that are easy to hit for six, eight yards? Get him going. Up tempo is the one thing they seem to do okay in the past game so far this year. They're not using it much. And I don't want to, I, I don't really like a lot of stuff I'm seeing team wide with coaches. It's like I'm, I'm hit or miss on some of stuff with the coaches, but it's hard to fault them for running the ball a lot when they have like 300 yards rushing and Lovey refuses to ever load up to stop it. The, but it's like, so what, three weeks in a row, there's a good reason you only pass it a few times? He looks horrible. Fields does. But the run game looks great. And you're just like, what? <laughs> what I, I are they supposed to do? I don't know what gets he's supposed to do in that sense. I can't figure it out how the run blocking is so good and the pass blocking is so bad. I, I can't remember ever seeing such a difference like that in the same line. I mean, Montgomery and um, why do I always forget his name? You suck, Chris. I don't know, but you best 24. put some respect on it, son. I know. It's Khalil only Herbert. recording. Her, yeah, Herbert. Yeah, I could, <laughs> yeah. If we weren't recording, I could, but the That's red light true. goes on, and I'm like, hey. you idiot. I mean, they're they're good. Neither one of them is really like, you know, world beater running backs, I don't think, right? 20 carries for 157 for Herbert at almost eight a clip. 281 for the team when you add Fields is 47 and Brown's. St. Brown's 43 and then Ebner and Montgomery 281 rushing yards and you barely won the game. That's bears. It's just, it's not 1980 anymore. Did you hear when the last time the bears ran that much in a game? Did you hear that? Was it like 70 something? 1984. Oh, I nailed it. I was better with my original impression against the Dallas Cowboys. And if I remember correctly, they lost in 84 to the Cowboys. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I so think that, so. that's like, in uh, the historian in me thinks so. Yeah, that's oh, that's four. Walter and Matsui though. That's that's uh, that's uh Herbert something. and Montgomery's a nice tandem. It's the only place to have any depth mm-hmm. <laughs> on the roster. Right. And yet, I, so I understand Getsy being like, "We're going to keep running," or Rebus in the mic being like, "It's third and ten. You're running because it's effective." But but third and six, third and eight, third and ten, run uh, that. That run of plays, sorry, it's too many runs. That sequence of third downs where they kept running on third and long. What do you think that does to Fields, guys? Yeah, that's that's not good for his confidence. No way. And he's not done enough to give them confidence in him, but they've not done enough to give him confidence in what they think of him and in the offense. It's a whole system's collapse in the passing game. And we thought that maybe – Justin would be bulletproof for some of this, but uh, and it sure doesn't look like it. Maybe everyone's got a. I mean, I know sometimes young QBs take a while to adjust to the league and all, but Justin Fields Bear versus Justin Fields Buckeye, even accounting for the difference in talent, is still night and day. I am very worried about him. The concern meter has grown even more because he looks so uncertain. Yes. I don't even care that much about the picks. I'm so tired of plays where he could either step up or get rid of the ball, and he doesn't trust what he's seeing. And I'm starting to really worry that the processing speed won't ever get there. And we know what that does to a young QB. They don't pan out. I am not giving up on him, but I think you're an absolute fool if you have more concerns now than you did in August about Justin Fields. (laughs) This was not a great team, and he was terrible. 
and I love him, and I know there's talent there, and I just don't know if the Bears can unlock it. And if we got a whole year of this, mm -hmm. is he really going to recover next year? I mean, man, it, it, we got to see some good games at least here and there to build the confidence, to build rapport with the receivers and the coaches. But right now, this looks like an offensive operation that from from top down doesn't believe in itself in the pass game at all. This was one of the games where you thought, okay, Houston's bad. This is a game that Justin can uh, take some strides forward. And, and like you said, arguably worse. <laughs> and what's what's also frustrating is this is the defense he goes up against in practice, essentially, scheme-wise. So I would have thought it looked a little more familiar in that regard. But bad day around the league for a lot of the uh, yes, teams. Mahomes interception at the end to lose the game, three picks for Mac Jones, right. yards but three picks. But I just I want to see Justin turn it loose and just be confident. I honestly don't care that much about the picks, but I don't either. I he, mean, he's got the same problem he had last week, and it's like this is a really scary trend at this point. Yeah, I wish I had some positive I could counter with, but. Uh... I mean, maybe, how about this? His best throw of the day, like you pointed out to me, was, was in the, the fourth half. quarter. Yeah, so. And he was better in the second half. Yeah. I mean, he had still had the one bad pick, but he did have the throw to commit and then the throw to Mooney at the end, towards the end of the game. And then they ran it out, at, or they were going to run it out, and then that, that whole weird sequence where he doesn't fumble, but then he gets sacked because nobody blocks. That was oh. a total jailbreak. Uh, Larry Borum is bad and needs to be on the bench there. I said it. He yeah. is. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. not going up against a world beater or a first-round pick or anyone that you're like, oh, my gosh, that's too big of an ask. He was just bad. He looks slow, and he looks easy to, to push back in the yep. pass pro, which means – Bull rush and speed guys can beat him way too easily. And Sam Mustafer is an absolute joke. And I'm, you know what I'm real sick of? I'm sick of former Bears great Olin Kreutz's stupid Twitter victory laps about Mustafer starting. Congrats, Olin. Your guy starts and fumbles two snaps, hits himself in yeah. the balls twice with a snap <laughs> in the game. What a world beater. Why don't you tweet about that? He's weird on Twitter. Him, man. Man. He's so annoying. He's bad on Twitter. Like Sam Mustafer needs to be on the bench. This week, Lucas Patrick at center will be an improvement for sure. And stop benching your best linemen. I can't figure that out. I, I that's the thing. That's where the coaches start to tick me off. It's like, what are we doing? This is JV high school nonsense. I know. I get it if Patrick still can't snap. Hopefully this week he can. But Mustafer has to go to the bench when that happens, and the rotation has to end. So help us all if they rotate Mustafer and Jenkins. Gosh, no. They will no, 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 no. They better not. Because right now they are once again just totally mishandling the development of a young player. Tevin Jenkins continues to open up huge lanes in the running game, and he's not the problem in pass pro. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's a world beater there yet, but he is a net positive on an offense that needs him. He is. No one on that line. And is unless gonna... he's saying I'm gassed. He needs to be in there every snap. No one on that offensive line is good at pass blocking. None of them. Not really. Jones was uh, okay-ish. Cody Whitehair was okay. Yeah. I mean, you definitely noticed the tackles had a worse game today. That's the other thing about needing fields to step up is his his guards played better. I mean, Mustafer, I don't think, had any horrible uh, reps like he did where he got thrown around last week. But he had the two bad snaps. It's like, we can't have that. Those are drive killers. 
and again, I just can't stand the victory lap over that whole thing. Like, why are you bragging about this guy? It's I know so you've got a personal connection to him, Mr. Kreutz, but stop acting like some kind of know-it-all when the guy's not actually good just because he's starting still because the other guy's hurt. Wow. It, it's such a weird mix of a line that can block so well for the running, so badly in the passing game, a quarterback. But I think some of the sacks are just Fields holding the ball forever. Some of them are, but a lot yeah. of, I mean. There were a couple, though, that were just jailbreaks today, yes. to be fair to Fields. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm trying to, I mean, I, I'm definitely more concerned with Fields every game at this rate, but I'm also like total systems collapse because they didn't do anything really all that well in the passing game again. And they did. And I knew they would be bad, but I didn't think they'd be this bad at it. There was a lot more play action today, but it, it got predictable after a while. Did you feel that way? I mean, I mean the, 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 the boot thing it. that they try to do, yeah. or they just were all over it. No one's fooled by that because nope. you don't you don't run the rest of your package well enough mm -hmm. for them to be fooled by that. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot to clean up. And the other thing I hate about this game on the offense is all the stuff I was ticked off about in the summer. But those hot takes look good right now, and I'd rather my optimism with training camp in the preseason when we had some additional new data. I wish that that was the more reasonable thought right now. But watching three live games, you're back to like, yeah, the offense, the talent's terrible, and this doesn't look good at all. You know, you're you're back to thinking that was not such a hot take after all in the summer. Like we should have picked the receiver over Kyler Gordon. Oh, he had he got better he as got the better. game went on too. Second but... half was much better. I still think he can pan out. Yeah, but the team agree. needed a receiver much worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally even though it agree. needed a corner too. And I think it's fair right now to say, hey, Ryan Poles, you inherited a bad roster. You reset the resources. Kudos. Your roster was bad up front. It was bad at corner. It was bad at receiver, and it's still pretty bad at all three places. So you can reset the resources and at least improve one spot, right? Mm-hmm. So far, I don't know that we have. I want to see Riley Reef in at right tackle and Lucas Patrick at center, and then we'll see where that takes us. Um, anything else I, you want to add on the offense? I do think the secondary is better, though. But we can talk more. Yeah, well, Jalen Johnson being out kind of makes that, us. Yeah, you game could see that. That, that was a big yeah. loss today. Uh, but it's still sure. not. It's still paper thin, is my point. Yeah, the safeties mm -hmm. are playing good. Um, so yeah, that part's better. But I'm just saying, like, I I guess that is the one he would probably say. Well, yeah, we did fix that, and if Johnson was healthy. Blah, blah blah, but mm. um, they ran the ball so well. It's just maddening that we can't build a play action game off yep. of that. And part of that's Fields. And I just, I uh, you know, I, I knew it might take a t some time to read an NFL defense and the timing game anticipation. You know, throwing into areas not guys that are open. That's all really hard for almost all the young QBs. It's that he's not accurate now either. It's just. There is very little to, to find positive there, and it, it's hard to it's hard to watch, man. It was hard to enjoy this game, and then you look up and you're like, oh, the Bears won. I don't feel like winners today, Hooray. do you? Uh, a little bit. I mean, <laughs> it two and one. Chris. they're not going to be favored in another game the rest of the year. You don't think against the – oh, they're in New York. Yeah, so no, they're both not. road games, right? Are, are yeah. the Jets on the road too? Because they're not going to be favored next week. Uh, barring big time injuries, I don't think they're favored in another game as we sit right here. Um, let, let's try to be a little more positive. Well, what, let me say one last thing I had here about Fields, field, okay. and I think it can possibly it well. explain or give some reason for his inaccuracy. Is he just doesn't look smooth 
anymore. He looks tentative. He looks yeah, he looks scared. And that's he looks like lost, confused, uncertain. Yeah. Pick a term. So I think that's responsible for like today at least the uh, the bad interception, the inaccuracy. He missed a couple. Well, the you know the screen that uh, didn't work. He overshot or. I guess he didn't overshoot Mooney, but he threw it real high. Mooney should have had it, but it was he yeah. had to jump for it. Oh, yeah, that was a, a bad ball. There are so many bad Mooney throws. Dropped an easy one too, though. Yeah, yeah, but they don't do any favors for him. But he's yeah. also not giving them enough chances to make plays. It's yeah. a combination of all the above. But yeah. he is not it's across the board. It, he's been bad enough that he doesn't get it like a pass because they're so much worse. He's been mm-hmm. just as bad as any of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I want him to be Cam Newton. I want him to turn into Cam Newton or something. And right now, I'm getting Taysom Hill. Yikes. You know, because he can run, but but when he throws, you're like, oh god, where's he go? Oh, we caught it. All right. Oh, right to them. I'm, you know, like, it's I think frustrating. That's, I'm not too worried about that. The accuracy long term. It was. Uh, just, I'm just saying it was horrible today, and that's the first time that that's been the problem too. Yeah. Yeah. So you hope that's a fluke. Yes. Yeah. Defense pass rush was terrible through most of the game, and then turned it on at the end. And otherwise, you got two Bears have an absolute day on defense mm-hmm. and definitely deserve some love. Nice to have you back, Roquan. I saw somebody tweeted out that we now know the get-up-to-speed timetable for Roquan Smith is three weeks. <laughs> yes. boy, he read tackles, two for a loss, and a pick to seal the game. That He read that, that interception that's how you get so paid. well. Yeah, that right. Yeah, yeah, that's what you that get. That's the through. kind of stuff I was talking about. Like He's got to get – the impact plays up the number of those up to get a deal. Um, that was the play of the game. It was. It was the play of the game. Yep. Keep and it was that tipped. Game. That helped. Uh, what? Yeah, it was I tipped. I didn't notice that. So I don't know if he picks it if it's not tipped. I went back and forth on, about this with Cousin Nate uh, again. Cousin um, Nate. Okay. Not really back and forth. But we both were like, yeah, I don't know. But I think he probably was going to jump it. He was going to make the stop, I think, either way. But the game-changing play, part of it was tipped. I don't know if that was Quinn or a tackle. Need to see that again. I didn't catch that. Wow. I cannot stand it when the when I don't catch that kind of stuff in the replay. Because they <laughs> definitely showed the replay, and I just did not see who I didn't it. either. That's why I'm surprised. Yeah. little love but to I know Kindle. it was. I got to give a little love to Kindle Vildor, too. Bounce back. He, uh, that, uh, that tip, uh, that play in the end zone, that was a game-changer, too, I guess. Uh, Eddie Jackson, his second pick. He made a great play on that season. ball. Mm-hmm. did. Mm, he did. And, and I if think... he was like a special corner, he picks it off. But I will take knocking that thing up because that's usually going to give your defense the better chance. I think I would put him at the uh, um, the nickel at this point. I don't know if he tackles well enough. Maybe. But I, who? I think it's, that's Gordon the other there? thing that bugs me. <laughs> the other thing that bugs me about the coaching with positions. So there's the Jenkins – 50-50 split for no reason and mm-hmm. asking Gordon to learn two positions when he's still clearly adjusting to the NFL seems mm-hmm. unfair. He had a nice second half though. Mm-hmm. He did. I was he really did. happy to see that. Like I said the other week, I'm going to be brutally honest every game and some games you're going to be like, Oh, and the next game you're like, Oh, okay. Roquan was horrible last game. He was much better today, even though he had a hip injury. Makes Didn't you wonder right how it. early that happened in the Green Bay <laughs> game, by the way. Right. Oh, yeah, maybe. A, a little better today because it had been a long enough time or something. I don't know. But uh, Kyler Gordon was really bad against Green Bay, and he was pretty bad in the first half, and then he was pretty good in the second half. Much better. Um, Defense as a whole. The rush defense was much better today. Forced several fumbles. Got to get on those. I don't – Oh, Joe Thomas. That one that they didn't have where Joe Thomas pooped it back out. Oh, (laughs) how do you miss that? 
I was like, if we lose, <laughs> that was the that was the one that was gonna kill you. But they 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 obviously came out to win. Um, anybody else on the defense stand out? I I would like to say that the nice double sack right with Robinson and Johnson or Jones, I mean, was was like a great play on the Bears part. But I think that looked more like a, a Texans breakdown. But man, that pass rush was bad for huge chunks of the game. Mm-hmm. So well, overall, it still seems like the Bears are a better second half team, which is a good sign too. I think. Yeah, I will say this: that's that's where I get confused with the coaches. Like so many years, I've been mad at the coaches because they're stupid and stubborn, and mm-hmm. I don't feel like these guys are stubborn. I mean, they're definitely adjusting at the half. Even the offensive passing game, as bad as it was, was still better in the second half. Mm-hmm. How about that for a bar to clear? Yeah, that's right. Baby steps, baby steps. Um, baby bear steps. You sure would like a few things to change. I just wish I could feel better about Fields, better about Getsy, better about something with the, the the overall plan here because it's still maddening to rush for almost 300 yards and scrape by when you're trying to develop a young QB, which. I just keep coming back to that. It just I, what's the plan here, guys? Yeah. You saw the tweet where they're supposed to be in the market for a wide receiver <laughs> in the trade market. Yep. Yeah, it would have been nice to have been in the market for a wide receiver in April. Yeah. I mean, is that because you... Jones is hurt? Is it because Pringles hurt and bad? I... Like the plan stunk for that position. Period. I think it's definitely more because of Jones and Pringle, especially Jones. Because he was supposed to be your kick returner, and Ebner ain't cutting and it. Ebner looks really slow doing it. Yeah, he looks okay running the ball. It's kind of weird. Yeah, he's so, not, he shouldn't be kick returning because he he's another guy. He just kind of looks hesitant. Like, oh, should I go? Why yeah. do these Why do these guys always think they can run around defenders toward the sidelines? Nobody cuts in. And why can't these guys recover from an injury? Some of them. Pringle goes back out, and gets hurt again today. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with, with some of that. Uh, I'm glad they're like not resting on their laurels at that position, but who's available that they can trade for that's worth giving up a pick when they're rebuild. I mean, I'm not excited about trading a third or whatever for Tyler Lockett or somebody. I would have done a fifth for Amari Cooper. Tell you that. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, Lockett's not worth a third, but you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, bad teams. Who's going to trade a receiver? We're a bad team. Why would we even bother? I don't know if I really buy the rumor, to be honest with you. Fair. Or it won't be a big difference maker in the first place. It's amazing. Bears are sitting at two and one, and we're like, ugh. That's because in this league, being this bad at the forward pass is not sustainable as no, a way to win not. football games. Like I, they're they're like a really bad two and one team who played a crazy rainy game and earned it in the second half 100% and then played a mediocre Texans team. Now they get the Giants on the road and that's going to be a tough one to figure out probably. Yeah, I, talk about another bad team with a good record. That's the yeah. New York the New York and football they got, Giants. And they got the, the the confusing what are they Cowboys coming in tomorrow night. So mm. that's another winnable game. Mm-hmm. It'd be hilarious if they were 3 and 1 and still can't complete a forward pass with any consistency. <laughs> I just bears. it's the Danny Parkins treat tweet. I just want the Bears to get their Mahomes, their Herbert, their Burrow, their anybody pick a guy and be like, there he is. He's the guy. 
even if he's a tier below Herbert or something. Like, they can win with this quarterback. He is no longer actively making life difficult. And it seems like they always screw it up. And it's not over yet for Fields, but it is off to a rocky start. Yeah, I agree with that. But keep in mind, too, Mahomes walked into a playoff team. Oh yeah, I know that. I'm Herbert walked they, into that a team that had situations are the same. Better get pieces. two receivers at least. This is a whole, this is a bad situation, yeah. top to bottom, with a thin yep. roster. Yep. So it's, it's not more exactly like this. all those years the Lions tried to find a QB. That's what scares me, is they don't have the pieces around him to develop him, or they're not believing in him enough to do it. It's like chicken or the egg on some of that though. Like when yeah. you see him overthrow Mooney by like ten yards right to the safety, it's like. Well, shoot, no wonder they don't want to run or uh, pass on third and six. But it's like, like it gets like, to be a vicious cycle, you know? But like you said, there were no layups before then either, too. Yeah, so like the plan's still lacking. I remember even Favre into the late 90s would have a horrible first quarter. I'm not calling Justin Fields Brett Favre. Don't say, don't hear what I'm yeah. not saying. But I, I just highly heard, doubt Justin like Fields he... ever robs the welfare of his home state. <laughs> oh, Can Brett Favre go to jail for that already? What are we doing here, Nation? I don't know. I it's, It sure sounds like it, but I don't know. Yeah, it, it, that might be heading there. Yeah. What a, but anyway, my point is that even, even Hall of Fame quarterbacks late into their careers when they were already Super Bowl winner would still – have games where you got to get into a rhythm first. What's yeah, I mean, it's, Troy Aikman is relatively famous for always wanting a couple easy throws, and he constantly talks about it as a broadcaster. I think it's another, it's one of those things Dilfer mentioned on the score too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm it not was gonna... nice to see Mooney and Komet finally do something, but it wasn't like a good game for anybody in the passing game because of volume and. and... Even those, even those, well, the, I totally forgot about, about the Mooney pass. That was the best pass of the game. The two to Komet, yeah. they both just didn't look smooth either. Like, Komet looked a little clunky catching it, and uh, Fields sidearmed one of them, and it didn't, yeah. it didn't look like a Mahomes sidearm, you know? It there was little... one throw where I was like, is he hurt? That ball's coming out weird. Normally, the spiral is like a thing of beauty with fields. Well, it, was, it was getting windy down there, too. They said. Yeah, and so. I guess they, they didn't talk a lot about it, but they did mention one time it was like 25-mile-an-hour wind. It Look, we're, we're left with this as our hope, and it's frustrating that that's where we're at. Two games with crazy windy conditions, one with rain as well, and then, you know, the nightmare on the road that is Lambeau. And so you can say it's just all a big slump. The best you can say right now is he'll be fine. It's the equivalent of a baseball hitter, which the broadcast did. Lofton made this point. I was thinking it the whole time. I was like, man, maybe the best thing I could say about this on the pod for optimism is Paul Goldschmidt might be your NL MVP, and he's been pretty horrible in September. Mm. We don't think about football players slumping because they only play once a week, you know? But what if Fields is like, yeah, boy, I was that was that was a rough stretch. Like, what if in two years he's like the start of the 2022 season was the worst football I played. I think that's just as that, likely. That's an actual optimistic take. Yep. It's true, <laughs> and it's true. Yeah, that's that's the best I can do. Josh Allen was not good his first, you know. Yeah, but I don't think you're. I don't know. I, I didn't watch those games. You know, I wonder if it was as not good, but looking this like confused. There's a coaching problem here too, somewhere in there, not helping him see it better not calling what he's good at something is still 
in progress, and it's a rookie play caller and a basically rookie QB. So maybe we should have lowered our expectations on how he'd look this year. But well, we got fourteen more games to figure it out. <laughs> Most of them against better teams. <laughs> Most of them against better teams. Did you see the Lions? No, Lions I, all well, over I, themselves. They I basically. Saw... Beat the Vikings and then somehow lost to the Vikings. I flipped to it and just in time to see uh, the the interception in the like around the five yard line. Wide open TD to not Justin Jefferson, one of the other Vikings receivers, to lose it, mm-hmm. and then the hail mary kind of interception. Mm-hmm. Buffalo loses a really wacky game. Looks like the heat was a huge factor. That was crazy. That game finished and like four players like <laughs> dropped to a knee, mm. like <sighs> dead. Yep. Uh, I fully expect them to still be really good. Yep. I still picked them to win the Super Bowl. Yep. But the Dolphins, man, they're they're real. They're good. They're, mm-hmm. they're a playoff team. Uh, I, I think probably, you know, that's a home and home kind of game, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the Bills win it in Buffalo later in the year and then the Home field advantage in the playoffs will be important, of course. But yeah, for the Bears, it's just, you know, winning a game where so many young players looked bad is, man. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I don't know. Cousin Nate was talking about how, is that worst Cousin case Nate? scenario? And That's I'm the like, third shut up. I know. He's, he's, it's, it's the games, you know, we text <laughs> furiously all game. And it's kind of like hard to counter that or answer that question. It just might be. But not if the wins build any kind of confidence. Right, and they, you got to think they do, right? right? It's it's like if you're not in the locker room, you can't really tell. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's – I'm not saying that he says, oh, it's for sure. He's just kind of like, where does that – you know, how does the – what's the equation there? Because you get a lower draft pick, and your young pieces that you're counting on are still not doing a whole lot. Where's Herbert on your young pieces you're counting on now? Mm. We all love Monty too. Mm-hmm. But all right, well, it's enough rambling on. Go Bears! They're two and one. The two it and one doesn't Bears. seem possible, quite honestly. The Bears. It's the, who who does Green Bay play? Are they playing now or do they play tonight? They're up seven to three on Tampa. Oh, on Tampa, yeah. One of my high school buddies tweeted, "This is the game you want Bain to show up at." <laughs> right. That's right. I agree. Yeah, but if Tampa wins, then the Bears are tied for first with Minnesota. That's yes. crazy. And the Packers and Lions are tied for second. Nuts. Just nuts. All Lions right, my friend. seem like they're better than one and two. I, like, well, they are. Yeah, they're they, always, are. they always had the lead. <laughs> I don't know. And the Bears are worse than And then they played the red-hot Eagles. The Eagles look as good as anybody in the yes, conference. Yes, they do. Mm. Yep. So yeah. bring on those Bears 2-1 and one 30th in the NFL power rankings, people. We're here Woo-hoo! for it. Keep That's the receipts right. as – Several optimists on Twitter would say, me, I'll burn the receipts because I don't think those takes are all that far off at the moment. Prove me wrong, boys. Would love it. Give me a forward passing attack that looks like it's part of the 2020s in the NFL. That would be nice for sure. All right. We're two and one. Take it home, Chris. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hey, the Bears are two and one, so maybe – remember that uh when we're <laughs> when we're looking at the reality the bigger picture of this team and yeah we we got to see more from the quarterback and the coaches and maybe that'll come we got 14 more games to uh try to figure that out we'll see what happens 
But step two is the New York Football Giants next week. We'll be back uh, in a few days with our preview look at that game. You can find us on Twitter at barely underscore educated. Email us at barelyeducatedpod at gmail.com. Our website is buymecoffee.com slash barely underscore educated. Join our honor roll and we'll send you a barely educated t-shirt. It's a thing of beauty and it's blue and orange, my friends. Until next time, bear down. Uh, the Bears. Lord, it's a miracle. The Bears are who we thought they were. What's wrong with you people? I love the Bears.